Hey guys, I'm Katie. And I'm Alexis, and this is the Check Your Aesthetic podcast. Hey Alexis, how are you? Good. I feel like that, I feel like the more that we record, just the more casual and like relaxed I feel. And I know. sometimes I honestly forget that we're recording. I know, and today's different. Um, usually we record Thursday mornings, but actually yes. this week we're recording three episodes, like yeah. over the span of this week. So today's Tuesday, we're recording this. Then we're yep. having a guest on on Thursday, which I am so excited about. You guys so will excited. see who it is. She's like one of my favorite people ever. Then we have another guest on Saturday. So yeah. we're really- And th- these will all be out like regular, regularly yeah, yeah, yeah. scheduled, but for us, it is a very podcast heavy week. Yes, which is exciting though. We're kind of packing mm-hmm. it before I have finals next week. Ugh. Yes, and Black Friday and everything. Just mm-hmm. good oh, to Black schedule Friday. everything. And it's nighttime now, so it feels like we're just like FaceTiming. I know. Well, we've been, I feel like talking a lot recently. Yeah, like, we have. I mean, like we always talk a lot, but sometimes we don't, but. <laughs> we go on like, we got. <laughs> I was like, so we talk a lot. Sometimes we don't, but we do, but sometimes not. <laughs> We have fights, guys. <laughs> yeah, we're in no. a huge fight. Just kidding. Mm-hmm. Um, no, we have. What if we were fight. and we like passive aggressively recorded with each other? <laughs> <laughs> we were like, no, yeah, my high is um, when I don't have to talk to Alexis. And my low, <laughs> in my low is recording right now. I'm like really angry. I'm miserable right now. <laughs> um, Somebody's gonna take that out of context. <laughs> yeah, no, we're not actually mad at each other, guys. PSA. Um, but yeah. Uh, no, I feel like we go on, like, weeks where, I feel like also when we get really busy, like, both of us will just kind of, like, not, like, shut off, but mm-hmm. we're not as responsive, but yeah, we do talk on a daily basis. Yeah, when I'm thinking about my business, I talk to you more, like, because we yes. talk about that, mostly about that, but, um, yeah, so, but we've been, I mean, we've been talking night- a lot. Yeah, last night we talked a lot. It was, mm-hmm. that was a good, a good chat. That's actually a good transition into okay. lows, actually. Okay, yeah. Me. We're going to um, start doing lows first now because yeah. we want to be more positive. Yes, we want to be more positive. So, go um, ahead. Okay, <laughs> go ahead with my low. Um, <laughs> we want to be more positive. What's your negativity <laughs> for the week? Um, okay, so just like general stress, um, uh, it, like I said last week that the week before had been um, – pretty bad like mental health which it has been a lot better um but just it's been a stressful time of year and also just thinking Mm -hmm. of um uh products for Christmas and stuff and Mm -hmm. getting everything situated it's kind of stressful Mm -hmm. and just overwhelming um but I said in my in the little document that Katie helps a lot with that last night because we facetimed Um, I had like a design and I was sending it to Katie and Katie's like, that's cute. And I was like, yeah. mm -hmm." And I knew that it was like cute, but I just didn't like it really. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I was saying that to you and then you were like, well, tell me why. And then I couldn't really say, and you're like, just FaceTime me. And then we (laughs) we talked about it for a while and I felt so much better. Like I have a whole new, like, I mean, it's not completely changing things. I just kind of refocused and yeah, yeah. now I feel a lot better about things um but yeah and then my high or no lows so you do low. oh yeah, yeah yeah we're like restructuring we're like huh yep <laughs> um okay yeah so my low is that finals week is next week I guess um so for my school we are going home for Thanksgiving and then not coming back 
usually we will yeah. come back and have like a week of like reading days or whatever right. and like a couple and days finals, of classes yeah. yeah and then finals that following week but this week or this year um we're not coming back but some people have finals online but I'm grateful but all of my professors like I'm gonna be done when we leave for Thanksgiving which is mm-hmm. great like mm-hmm. especially for my business and everything like it's great mm-hmm. and I'm not complaining about it but it does mean that I have a lot going on next week like I have an ex- an exam on Wednesday next week paper due Friday next week exam on Friday next week um presentation on Wednesday next week um yeah and then I have a paper due like December 1st which I can handle it it's just like since it's getting to be the holiday season yeah since it's getting to be the holiday season all I want to think about is my business like I've been feeling so inspired that's actually my high is that I've been feeling so inspired like no other like all of the, I don't know, like if anybody, I'm sure people have noticed very noticeable. I started to do more like collagey sort of designs on my page. They're not right. collages because I'm drawing everything. So I don't think it would be. No, but it's collage. like collagey style. Yeah. And like, I was thinking today and like that, it's really making me happy. Like that might kind of be my new shtick. I don't know. Like I felt like mm. I never really had a style. Mm. Like mm-hmm. I couldn't pinpoint it, but I right. really am enjoying that. And it's something that like, I feel it like is very matches. unique to you now. Yeah. Yeah. I and like- I think it matches me and like, whenever I come up with a lot of natural ideas for stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so I've been really feeling inspired by that. Um, I've been feeling inspired to do with some other things that are secrets, but um, Alexis knows <laughs> she's in the, she's VIP. Um, but <laughs> so, but on the same vein, so like I'm really inspired by my business, which is my high, but then I'm like have to study and like have to focus on school. So it's kind of like stop cramping my vibes. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. But, yeah. So that's, that's my low and then my high. So what is your high? Um, so my high is, um, I feel like I've talked about it so many times of like my goals is to get up in the morning and mm-hmm. like just have a more productive day and yeah. like starting off and mm-hmm. work out and everything. And as far, I mean, it's only Tuesday night, so it's five o'clock right now. So um, it's, it's not that great, but <laughs> of a start, but like yesterday as in Monday I got up at like 8 30 and then this morning I got up at 8. Yeah you were early texting me this morning. Yep and I worked out both days and um yesterday I did a little vlog but um Uh, I I had just like such a a little productive morning Mm -hmm. um and I always just feel so much more like invigorated moving forward with my day when I've already gotten things done. I've noticed that when I do those little vlog reel things, they make me be more productive. Totally. Like so much. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. So I'm like about to, y'all about to see like a thousand vlog reels. No, literally I was like, like, I kind of want to do one of those like every Monday almost. They make me, for some reason, I think it's because I'm like, I got to have content. So I got to do some work. Yeah. Like they make me feel so productive. It's crazy. Yep. Um, but yeah, I, I really... I've been loving those. Yeah. Also, same. I feel like, I feel like in the same vein as being inspired by my business for my high, like I told you, I just hired a virtual assistant, um, which yep. sounds, sounds a lot fancier than it is. She's really just helping me with like Pinterest and stuff, but also helping me with my Google calendar. Um, because I might be the world's most unorganized person. So I've gotten my Google calendar, like kind of back in check and that mm-hmm. makes me feel productive too. Nice. Um, so I'm just feeling like everything's kind of falling in line, which is good. This is a big change from last week when we were like both depressed. <laughs> yeah, I also, okay. And now that you said that, it reminded me that I could update people. I mean, don't, don't DM me and ask me if I got the job or if I, 
or anything because then I'll be sad if I, oh my <laughs> if I didn't or if I declined the job because I don't really know that much about it. Um, but I applied to a few um, social media management jobs, actually, Yay. like all part-time so that I, um, it would be more like almost like freelancing kind of. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but I applied to a few and then just before I got on with Katie, I actually had an interview um, and it went so well. And even um, I mean, like the the topic of the of the brand is not like you know I'm not insanely passionate about mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. Um, but just uh, feeling like inspired about something and being able to interview. I really I said to Austin after I was like I'm such an Enneagram three, like and he's like mm-hmm. shut up. Um, but yeah. just just being able to talk. It sounds so dumb, but like being able to talk in an interview setting, like it did get me like nervous but then I was like on such a high afterwards yeah because I just I don't know I just love school and I love interviewing and like all these things that people hate I'm like I love it Um, (laughs) it's crazy literally last week like after last week's episode we like I texted Alexis all day I was like I'm having the worst day of my life and now like (laughs) I feel like we're doing a lot better so we are doing a lot better that's much good much more positive vibes here on the check your aesthetic podcast Um, But okay, so today's episode, we're going to do kind of sort of a more casual style like we Mm -hmm. did a few weeks ago. You guys really actually really liked the casual style. Um, Yeah. But yesterday when I posted a question box asking what you guys wanted to hear us talk about, a lot of you said uh, just like stuff about starting a small business and Mm -hmm. a few questions about starting a podcast. So, and that's such a huge beast. Like those two things are, especially starting a small business, that is not like something that you can tackle in one 45 minute conversation. Yeah. So, and we haven't even, I mean, we don't even have all the information on that. Yeah. We're still very new to everything. Like we're still learning as we go. Yeah. And that's part of the podcast, just, you know, figuring things out together. Um, Mm -hmm. But that's why we wanted to have kind of more of a casual conversation. Yeah. Um, about just some of your smaller questions, I guess mm-hmm. I could say. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So we both put question boxes on our own personal stories. So we have questions from mm-hmm. you guys. Um, and we'll just sort of do it the same way we did last time where we just ask yep. them and answer them. Um, so the first question is from Delaney. And she asked, did you always know you wanted to start a business? Um, and how did you know what direction was right for you? Um, so I... I feel like my, my journey, um, I feel like I'm the bachelor, my journey. Um, (gasps) Oh yeah. Um, but my, my pathway to get here, um, was very zigzaggy, I'd say. Uh, I kind of fell into this. This, this wasn't something that I completely went into being like, I didn't start my account being like, so I'm going to start an Etsy and then I'm going to sell custom illustrations. Like yeah. I did not have that um, intention really, really. Mm-hmm. Um, but I always want, I knew I always liked the idea of working freelance or really just like working for myself. And I yeah. always, um, actually, I really, um, with my best friend, she and I had talked about starting a dance studio in Vermont since Mm -hmm. we were like in high school so I've always had the kind of like entrepreneurial mindset um but I wouldn't say that I like I just said earlier I didn't start the account knowing exactly what would happen it I kind of like fell into it um but 
no, I think also just like graphic design. That's actually, I just thought I, the way that I kind of got started was that I started posting illustrations and then just said that I'd do like, if you want one DM me kind of thing. Yeah. And then I re- and then I hadn't done any graphic design, but I'm going to school for graphic design. So then I was like, oh, well, maybe I should just put, you know, like, also open for graphic design. Mm-hmm. And then eventually someone reached out to me for graphic design. And then, you know, I had more, I grew my, my brand a little bit, grew my, my following, and then I had more designs. And then that's when some of my designs became stickers and I cr- created an Etsy. And it just kind of, mm-hmm. like, you know, has slowly grown. Yeah. Katie, what about you? Um, so for me, I never was like, I was not the kind of person who was like, I would love to own my own business one day or anything like mm-hmm. that was never, not that I, I mean, obviously I wasn't opposed cause I am, but I, right. you know, I did not like want to be a business major or anything. Like it wasn't, I didn't really have that kind of mindset. Now looking back, like I am a big person for like, I'm a creative in the way that I like to create things I guess <laughs> I don't know if that makes any sense <laughs> yep but like I've always been a creative um and like you know it's just always kind of been in my blood but right. I never really thought I would start a business so I started my account with zero intention of ever creating a business and I kind of just slipped into it um right. people were starting to reach out and ask if I could do things for them and I was like oh okay. if you want sure right. um and then people were asking for stickers and so I started doing that and it was more like I was like oh this will be fun and, and cool not like this mm-hmm. is going to be a business like it's it's kind of you know it kind of spiraled into something that I didn't expect obviously I'm very grateful um but I guess to answer the question I did not always know I wanted to start a business and I found my direction by following something that I love to do without even intending on turning it into a business and then it kind mm-hmm. of happened. Um so you know I think that it's hard to just sit down and be like I want to start a business what should I start my business about? Totally. Because because totally. then I you're going to have passion. Yeah, yeah. It. And the and the reason I think that that I've been successful is because I care so much about it that like I mean even now like I'm making not as much as I was over quarantine and like things you know mm-hmm. I've talked about how things aren't quite as as busy as they have been, but like, I'm not any less inspired because of that. Like, oh yeah, I go to bed thinking about it. Yeah. And like, I still have so much passion. And like, even if I was making zero sales, I would still be posting on my Instagram. I'd still be making things. I'd still be doing it. Um, so I think that's really important. Um, but I mean, you know, there's nothing wrong with being like, I want to be a business owner. It's just like, follow your passion. You passions. need to have, yeah, you need to have like a purpose behind it. Cause I think that if you're, if you're making something to, um, unless you're making like a toothbrush and, you know, like, and trying to yeah, sell yeah. a toothbrush, that's like, fine, you're making the toothbrush to make money. But when it's mm-hmm. a creative thing like this, I think if your sole purpose is, I want to make money, it's, and that's all the re- really drive that you have for it. You don't feel passionate about what you're doing. It's going to show. Yeah, I agree. You know? I agree. Um, okay. So Isabel asked, should I start my Etsy ASAP or grow my social media platform first? Um, so I'm, I, I thought about this a lot. Um, in mm-hmm. my opinion, so like, like I just talked about kind of slipped into it. Um, but people always ask me like how my business was successful. And I think it was because I established a group of people who cared about me and my art yeah. at the beginning and yeah. then followed what they were asking for, which was initially stickers is what people were like, you should do that. And I was like, okay. Right. okay. Um, so for me, I think it's helpful to have a 
social media platform first, first of all, just to test out the water, see if it's something you can sustain, totally. like you really like it. Because if you start and then you're like, oh, I'm going to invest a bunch in a business. And then you're like, I actually hate drawing. Or like I actually <laughs> or, hate whatever yeah, I'm doing. Yeah, right. <laughs> then you're going to, you know, have wasted a bunch of time and money, but it's a great way to test the waters. But also, so this is just like the cycle of, of how things work. So like you create things, you turn them into products, people buy them, people see the people who bought them and then they buy them and then it keeps going in a circle. So having those initial people that are going to buy who are going to tell their friends and then they'll tell their friends, it kind of helps you out. Whereas like, you you know, if you didn't have any platform and you were just like kind of starting out searching for customers, right. it's difficult. Also, um, I'm going to talk about it more later, but you don't want to have your account on social media to be so salesy. Like you don't want it to look like you're just constantly trying to sell things. You should provide other value. So I think that's a good way to do that. Um, right. By like establishing like, why are you posting on social media? Right. Like what kind of social media page do you want? And then, and this is really mostly in the sense of like our kind of business. Like if you're starting a business, and then you want to start a social media page to advertise it. That's a different thing, but like, right. But in, in, as an, as in an artist, it's yeah, very yeah. different. And I think establishing like, what are you going to post on social media? And then bringing in like, oh, you like this? Well, I'm going to sell it too. So that's my opinion. I could talk about it for forever. We just had a class in my nonprofit marketing, nonprofit and arts marketing class about it. How like mm. a lot of people who study arts marketing think like you cannot make your sales a part of your creative process because it in it like inherently like contradicts each other because you're when you're selling something or trying to sell something you're thinking of the customer but when you're creating art you're thinking of creative in yourself or whatever right. meaning it is mm-hmm. um so they kind of inherently like don't really work well together yeah um but yeah so my long-winded opinion alexis <laughs> yeah i think that i i definitely have very similar opinions i think that um, when you're starting the, the, the way that I think about it is, um, let's say you start, uh, an account and you have zero followers. And if you're already starting your business to be able to market your business, you need to be posting about it. Yeah. But how you said you don't want to come from like a very salesy point of view. Mm-hmm. Um, then if your first, if like every other post is about you wanting people to buy your stuff first of all, you're not really giving them a reason to follow you. Yeah. You're not providing Um, any value. You're not providing any value. Um, you're not letting, you're not giving them the opportunity to get you to know you as a person. Exactly. Um, and it's, it's kind of putting like, um, I, I think personally it kind of sets a weird precedent. If you, Mm -hmm. if, if you have already started and that's, that's what you're, you're doing, I, I really implore you to post like maybe start posting on your stories like your face yeah. don't mm-hmm. if you want um if you're selling stickers or prints um think of it both as a uh both as a sales revenue but also as a way to engage with your following and grow mm-hmm. your following because otherwise mm-hmm. it's just not gonna happen yeah i agree okay so um there's no first name for this one. It's M, the username is MVD underscore signs asked what pushed you to start this, start your small business after thinking about starting one. Um, well, I think, I feel like we both kind of like fell into it. Um, mm-hmm. and then, uh, cause I was, I was the one that like posted on my, on my bio, like DM me for illustrations if you want any. 
And then graphic design, I also fell kind of backwards into. Um, and then really for me, um, for starting my Etsy, I feel like Katie was a big inspiration oh. um, just because she was like, hey, you should do that. <laughs> and yeah. I was like, all right. <laughs> so I did it. Yeah. Um, and she helped a lot with like setting everything up. Um, I honestly, like, it was very helpful to have Katie. Um, but I don't know. I, I feel like there wasn't anything that really like pushed me yeah. to start because I kind of grew into it. I guess. Yeah. I would say similarly for me um, with especially like actual like graphic design and all of that, um, that I kind of just fell into and like actually like doing commissions. But for my business, I'd been thinking about it and thinking about it. And then what made me decide to finally like actually buy stuff was my friends, um, like were mentioning, like, you should turn this design into a sticker. You should turn this design into a sticker. And I was like, okay, you know what? Like I talked to my dad. I was like, can I like basically like take a loan out from you and pay you back once I make the money back? Um, and so I think seeing the demand, which is sort of what I talked about earlier with like your followers, followers will start to ask for stuff. Like that's why it's good to build a, build a platform first, but seeing the demand is kind of what made me like actually decide totally. to, to like take the step and, and well, it's also a bit stuff. of like security knowing that if yeah, you yeah. are going to be creating something that people will actually be engaged in ordering yeah, stuff. Exactly. Um, so I guess that's what pushed me to finally start. Um, okay, so Miney and me asked, how do you get over the anxiety of thinking nothing will sell, which is really hard. Yeah, that's so hard. Um, I, um, that's me every day. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, and things, it's so hard, especially when, um, like, you'll post on stories, like, getting a sense of how many things to order and then mm -hmm. people say yes and then don't order um which like i i totally understand it i t like if i was on a story you know just flipping yeah, through yeah. and someone was like do you like this like would you buy this being like yeah just like not really thinking about it mm -hmm. but then that um that then affects the numbers and everything um, yeah it's it's definitely a lot um so i don't really know the answer <laughs> um, yeah but I think, I think trying to make, trying to start small, I feel like, yeah, I agree. Um, try to make the expenses as minimal as possible. If you have, I started actually uh, doing print on demand mm -hmm. um, because of COVID things didn't really work out well because shipping was absolutely atrocious. Um, yeah. But if you want to start with that, if you also, if you're really just starting out, I know that Katie started out on, um, uh, what's called Redbubble. Mm -hmm. Um, you don't get a lot of like revenue or profit that way. Um, but if you just, if you're really starting out, if you're in high school and yeah. you don't have a lot of, um, you know, money to put up front, mm -hmm. that's an option. Um, or if you're selling things like t-shirts or something, just doing maybe a pre-order. Mm -hmm. Um, so that way you're not, um, you know, putting all this money into stock. Cause right now yeah. I have, I'm literally, I am, have my feet rested against a, a box of t-shirts. So yeah. I totally understand the, um, the anxiety, but do you have any thoughts, Katie? Yeah. So, um, 
I think that this is extremely normal. I'm having like, so I'm about to launch hats. I mean, Alexis have talked about it a ton and so much. <laughs> my big, an- yeah, my big anxiety there was like, how many do I order? You know, that, I mean, it's always an anxiety. Um, and you know, it's sort of a bigger risk because those are more expensive than like stickers, you know, with stickers, I'm like, you know, I'll order some and like, I've started to order also, like I, I make demand order, but like I'll order some and right. if I, you know, if I lose $10, then I lose $10, you know? Right. Um, but that's sort of a bigger thing. So with that, the way I solved it was I worked really, really, really hard, searched, asked people until I found somebody who would make me one of each so that I could take product photos and then do yeah. a pre-order. So I could still have the photos that I want, but then do a pre-order. So, I mean, I, yeah. when I tell y'all, I was looking, I was up all night, like nights, like Googling and trying to find people and asking friends. And yeah. then I finally got connected by somebody on Instagram, which I'm so thankful, literally so thankful. Um, but so that was, that was really big for me. Um, and I've been for all my holiday products, I'm doing pre-order. So I'm not like wasting money, um, buying a bunch of things and holding all of the product. But I do think that there's something to be said for like, and I'm, you know, I don't know what everybody believes as far as like everything happens for a reason or whatever, but some of your launches just aren't going to do that well. And some of them are. And right. I think that there's a reason bigger than us for that. Right. Um, right. But I think just doing everything you can to make your products desirable and like make sure you're marketing them um, right. well. And, you know, like if it's a hat, take pretty product photos of you in it. Don't just like yeah. hold it up and be like, this right. is it. Put your best foot forward. Yeah, exactly. But, um, but I don't think that you should let the fear of nothing selling stop, stop you from you. doing yeah. it. Um, I think like Alexa said, just start small. And I know it can be hard because usually things in bulk are cheaper, but I can tell you, I searched far and wide for these hats and finally found somebody who was just as cheap as these bulk places and would do what I wanted and what I needed. And I mean, now I'm able to do it how I wanted to do it. So just keep searching, um, start small, see what you can make work for you. Um, But yeah, also know that it's really normal to think that. Very stressful. Okay. So Alex asked, what is your favorite platform for business besides Instagram? Oh, TikTok for sure. Yeah. I was going to say TikTok. I think TikTok is the place that will get you the most sales other than Instagram. Um, Twitter is not a big business platform. It never has been. And Facebook is like, okay, but I think it serves sort of a different purpose. I don't really use Facebook. It's not really where my target audience is, especially for businesses like ours. You have to think, where is your target audience? And my target audience is on Instagram and they're on TikTok. Totally. Totally. I think also, um, I don't really know. I can't speak to this a lot. Um, I actually have it written on my planner to look into Pinterest, but um, oh yeah, I'm also doing that with my, um, yeah, with with your assistant. Yes. Um, Pinterest, I think is a huge thing. It does scare me to put some of my artwork onto Pinterest. Mm, Um, so I'm thinking I might just do my Etsy stuff, Mm -hmm. um, for just in the beginning. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like TikTok is so huge for small businesses. You can like literally blow up um oh yeah through there I've heard of so many success stories whatever Lola is a good example mm-hmm. Skylar Grace Co that's yeah, literally Skylar huge. Grace Co Allie Allie Rose Designs yeah. I mean all of them like use TikTok I need to get back on the TikTok train um yes yeah, I think that's what was really helping me this summer like I'm like oh what's happening I think it's because I haven't been on TikTok TikTok um mm-hmm. so I need to get back on that but mm-hmm. um but yeah I mean 100% 100% if you are a small business you need to get a TikTok Yes. Totally and be creative agree. on there as well. Like try to make things that like, if you were scrolling through TikTok, you'd want to see things right. that are helpful. 
Right. Um, okay. So the next question is from Claire and she asks how to get sales. This is a, a huge question. Um, Katie, you answer that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So this is something that I kind of hinted to earlier, I guess. Um, my biggest recommendation, the only way to do it if you're running a small business online is social media the way to go. Um, but I, if y'all don't know, like my major is mass media communications, but I take a lot of marketing classes. Um, Mm -hmm. so there is something called the 80, 20 rule in marketing. Um, and it's 80% of the time you should be just posting on social media with something that offers value. And 20% of the time you should be doing salesy content. So no more than 20% of your posts should be salesy. Related. Um, okay. or, yeah. Or like pushing a product or something. Um, so I think that the best way to get sales in my opinion is like, if you're like, I think, I think my mugs are a good, good example. I'm like stumbling on my words, um, <laughs> like bug it out. So with my mugs, I posted a couple of times and I was like, mugs are available, buy them here. But then right. I would just post like stories with, with them in your, there yeah. Yeah, of me using yeah. them, whatever. Like, you know, I put my coffee on my story almost every morning. Yeah, it's organically. Yeah. Marketing. So yeah, creating some organic content that still showcases your products or like my hydro flask, like I'll yeah, post pictures of my hydro flask or like my smoothie thing that has my, yeah, yeah. On it. I'll yeah. post pictures of my hydro flask all the time. People will be like, Oh, where are those stickers from? I'm like, Oh, they're mine. Yep. So like, you're not being like swipe up to shop or like yep. stuff like that, but you're showcasing your products. And, um, you know, if you're making products that you love, it's pretty easy to do anyway. Like I want my water bottle to have my stickers on them. I like them. Right. Um, but yeah, so that's probably my best advice on how to get sales. Yeah. I feel like that's definitely a good idea. And I think, um, I think just in organic growth, I, uh, this is not really sales in like a a specific product, but my commissions, um, it's definitely significantly slowed down, um, Mm -hmm. as of the fall, I think it's the time of year and the algorithm's been kind of wanky, wonky, yeah, Mm -hmm. wonky, yeah, Mm -hmm. um, but, um, my commissions were popping off, um, earlier. And I think that a lot of that was word of mouth. Yeah. So encouraging, um, I had, I have like a email, uh, like written up to all of my commissions, um, clients for illustration, custom illustrations. It has like, you know, where they should get it printed, what type of document it is, what size it is, all that. But then it also at the end encourages them if they want to share, um, their illustration on social media that I would appreciate if they tagged my page. And so many of my things, especially when I was like really, you know, growing a lot with that, um, Mm -hmm. was word of mouth. Yeah, I agree. I think it's, I think it's really important. Um, and then Jenna asked a sort of similar question about how do you get orders and keep people excited about your brand? And I really like the idea of keeping people excited about your brand. I think it gives us a good example to talk about the most important thing in the entire world with your business, which is consistency. Yes. Um, I think that if you are trying to, you need to keep yourself in the forefront of people's minds. So when people think like, oh, I want a sticker or like, oh, I need a new sticker. Yeah. Like, oh, Katie or oh, Alexis. Right. Um, Or like you want to, like you want to position yourself. It's (laughs) I'm back, back to my marketing stuff. Um, There's this thing called, a recall set and a consideration set. So your recall set is like, I want to go to dinner. Your recall set is every place, you know, that sells dinner mm-hmm. to you, every place that you, that you have ever heard of or can remember. Yeah. Um, and then your consideration set is the list of places that you're deciding between. 
So you want to make it into mm-hmm. as many people's consideration set as possible. Mm-hmm. So like you want to be in that list of people that they're deciding between. Um, you want to be in people's list of, you know, quote unquote, favorite small businesses or favorite sticker shops or favorite right. shops artists or, or yeah, or, yeah. Yeah. So keeping yourself and your business fresh and consistent and you want, you want to be posting often. You want to be posting on your stories. You want people to see your name over and over again. So eventually right. you're going to be, you know, they're going to think stickers, Katie or stickers, Alexis, or, right. you know, like shirts, Alexis. Right. Um, so I think, I think that's, that's the best advice for keeping people excited. Yeah. And I think that off of that also, um, just about the product itself. I think that if you, when you're posting or creating a new product, it needs to be something that you're proud of and that Mm -hmm. you don't have to necessarily be the one that would want to buy that. Yeah. But if you can't envision someone coming off the street and being like, oh, I want, I want to buy that. I want to give this person my money right now Mm -hmm. so that I can have that. I think that that's last night what I was questioning because I was like, this is objectively cute. I don't think like, I think most people would say this product was cute, but I just couldn't envision someone being like, here's money. Like I, I just didn't see that. And then just a little switch and changing things up a tiny little bit. Mm -hmm now I'm really confident in the product that I'm about to release tomorrow yeah. mm-hmm. and I'm really happy with it and I'm proud of it. Yeah. Um, and another thing, so Alexis, like she's talked about before, was struggling a little bit with like just her brand in general. Um, and something that we've learned in my marketing classes and that I, that I, that I use a lot and that every marketer uses is a target persona Mm, so creating it's like it's like a real person like you give them a name and you give them a hair color and you give them an eye color and you find a picture on google of them and you give them an age you give them a major or an uh, education whatever or i mean you know they're not gonna be a major if they're not in college but um, you give them a favorite color you give them some hobbies you give them some adjectives that they would you know, you'd use to describe them, you give them like some values and stuff. Like you create a real person, but it's a fake person, um, who is like your brand. Like you're like, this is the person that I am marketing with everything I do. And every time you create a new product, you say, would Sadie buy this? If Sadie's your target person, you say, would Sadie buy this? And if Sadie wouldn't buy it, then you don't sell it. Right. And it's way more helpful. It's such a weird process to do. If you guys need help or if you're confused, you can Google target persona or you're welcome to DM me. Um, I'm happy to help. I've done a couple of her classes. Um, I can send y'all like little templates and stuff, but it's a weird process to do because you're like creating a fake person. It is very weird. Um, but it, it's so helpful. I can, yeah. I can attest. Katie had me do it and it, it really is very helpful. Yeah. Um, cause we think in terms of people, like you're not just like, if you're thinking about your whole audience, what I'm thinking of 50,000 people, like, I mean, there's right. no way I could guess, but if you're thinking right. of a specific person and right. you know, you're not basing it off a real person and asking them because that's not what you're supposed to do. Right. It's a fake person, but you always have them in the back of your mind and you're thinking of a specific person. You're saying, would they buy this? Is this something that they would want? And if it's right. not, then you don't sell it. So, right. Very that true. is some actionable advice for you guys. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, so then the next question is also from Delaney and it's, uh, with the business, with our businesses and the podcast, uh, did you establish goals or did you just jump right in? Um, I think with my business, I kind of just jumped right in a little bit. Like I said, I kind of fell into it. Mm -hmm. Um, and then establishing goals kind of came as I decided to grow. So like 
I didn't, I didn't really have like a big like business plan or anything. Now, as I'm trying to like sustain it, I have more of a plan and goals. Mm -hmm. Um, But with the podcast, we definitely like talked a lot about it. Once we actually decided on things, we like kind of jumped right in. But I would say that we had more goals for the podcast. The podcast was more of a venture for us. Yes. Instead of like business for both of us. I mean, at least for me, where I kind of just fell into it. No, yeah, that's that's pretty much how I feel too. I feel like the business um, for me was like I said, like kind of a journey um, to get there and to the point where I, you know, um, graduated from just doing custom illustrations and doing yeah. graphic design and then starting my Etsy and doing multiple products and everything. Um, and then once once I had more of an established business, that's when I started to do more. Um, goals and like planning things out a lot more. Um, and then with the podcast, I'd agree. I'd say that we had, um, it was more of a structured thing, but then I think Mm -hmm. on the opposite end, I feel like with, um, as in goals, um, I think we planned, we planned the podcast a lot more than we, either of us planned our businesses starting, but then I think that we have goals for our, um, businesses, but with the podcast, it's more like, um, let's see what happens. Kind I of. I agree. So, I agree. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. The next question is kind of timely for now because it's the holiday season. It's from Skylar and she asked, how do you tackle holiday products without changing your look slash brand? And she was talking about any sort of holiday. Right. Um, so I think that the best advice that I have is, and I'll just use Christmas as an example because that's what's happening right now. But Christmas colors are not in my brand. They're not in mm-hmm. Alexis's brand either. Um, yeah. A little bit more now because you've got a little bit more colors. I going got on. a little bit more, but but um, I don't think that you're that you have to stick to quote unquote holiday colors. Right. But something that I've done is in my products sometimes I'll have a little bit more of like holiday colors and even I mean I have a I have a totally different color palette for Christmas because it's sort of a big holiday, but I think your brand is more like a mood than yes. than like, yeah. than like specific, specific colors. Exactly. Yes. So like staying consistent to your fonts. Um, yeah. but changing your wording, I think there's a lot of ways to give something a holiday twist without making it like a specific color for that specific holiday, if that makes right. any sense. So like sticking to your fonts or sticking to your messaging. Um, so mm-hmm. if you really care about like self-care, then do like ways to take care of yourself this holiday season, you know, instead right. of like, you know, just doing things that are like Merry Christmas, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. So like for me, while I'm doing all these collage things right now, like I've already started doing to do some like holiday themed ones. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's my best advice. Yeah. And I think that with products too, um, I, I totally agree with the fonts. I mean, by this will go out Monday. So I'll already have my, um, my sticker sheets out. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Um, but I stuck with uh, one of the fonts that I use pretty consistently. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is, um, I, I have a winter version and then a Chris- more Christmassy version. Um, and with the Christmassy version, there is no pink, you know, there's mm-hmm. the winter. Yes, there's more pink, but, um, it, it is, it is the, the red that I would use in my brand. It is the green that I used in my brand, but it just, um, you know, looking at it, you wouldn't, I think that because of the font that I chose and the style mm-hmm. that I chose, it still fits within 
my general yeah. aesthetic, you know? Yeah, I agree. Um, okay. And the last question is from Bailey and she asked top three must do's for marketing. So Alexis, what are your just overall, I guess, to summarize everything we've just talked about, what are your top three must do's for marketing? My top three, I think that, um, I think the top really coming back to our first, I think it was one of our, one of the first questions, um, or our, our answers from one of the first questions is to not go at it as from like a salesy point of view, even mm-hmm. though that is marketing, you don't yeah. want to seem like, um, you want to seem authentic. Yeah. Um, and then I think, uh, consistency mm-hmm. is a big one. And then I think, um, I mean, I guess this kind of is the same as the first question, but just, or the, for the first answer, but just off- authenticity mm-hmm. and engaging, um, in an organic way. Yeah. Much. Um, mine would be the 80, 20 rule, which is like yes, I explained, like important. Yes. So 20% salesy. Um, I think humanizing your brand. So yep. showing your face, being authentic, giving people showing your personality. Yeah. And like we talked about with the target persona, people connect to people. That's why that is helpful. Mm-hmm. People connect to people. If they connect to you, they're going to want to support you because mm-hmm. when you're buying from a small business, it's more than just liking a product. I think totally. because a lot of times it's going to be a little bit more expensive. Right. So you have to make people connect to you and your mission Yep. and you know what the reason that you do what you do or you as a person, and that's how you're going to get that sale. And then my last tip is like Alexa said, consistency, you can't do anything without consistency. We've said it a thousand times in a thousand different episodes as yeah. of wait, <laughs> a thousand episodes. Um, but yeah, so being consistent is, is very, very important, but yeah, so that's, that's, that's all, all we've got from today's our, questions. Our conversation for about business related questions. I'm sure we'll have a million more. As I mean, the, that's what the whole podcast is basically. So. Yeah, pretty much. All right. Um, should we get into our random questions? Yes. Yeah, my favorite part of every episode. Same. Um, okay. So there is no name. So it's create, create art. Wait, C-R-E-A-T. Wait, C-R-E-A-R-T dot T-I-V-E. I can't say your name. Creative. Pre-artive. Creative. There we go. Creative um, with art. There you go. Yes. Um, so what are the, she wants to know what our zodiac signs and Enneagrams are. I am an Aquarius and I am a four wing three. I am a Taurus and I am a three wing four. Isn't it cute that, think that I'm a four wing three and then you're a three wing mm-hmm. four? I think it's very obvious. Not obvious, but I think that not maybe to other people, but I think that knowing that just within our friendship, I think mm-hmm. is very clear to me that we're, yeah. cause you, I, I don't know. I think we're very similar, but then you have the more like, I want to sit and like, listen to Harry Styles mm-hmm. vibe. And I have the more like, I feel like I'm on like drugs after I finished an interview kind of mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um, yeah, we, I think last episode it was that I was like, one of my highs was that I made a really good playlist and Alexis was like, you're such a four. Yep. <laughs> um, but I think, I think it makes sense for us to be those types mm-hmm. because of what we do. But totally. yeah. And I don't know anything about Zodiac. Um, so if anybody I know, wants to. I know a lot about Zodiac signs. Um, Austin is actually an Aquarius. What is, um, tell me a little bit about myself, please. Um, I don't know a lot about women as Zodiac or as, as Zodiacs, as uh, Aquariuses. Um, Cause my grandpa was an Aquarius as well. Uh, obviously he was a man. Um, but pretty much, I feel like, let me look it up. I feel like they're kind of like, they're, they're regarded just Aquarius in general 
are like weird. Oh, great. Um, mm-hmm. uh, exciting. It's like, funny it, that Austin's like, an Aquarius and I'm an Aquarius because I don't think that, I mean, from what I know about Austin, I don't think we're very similar. Um, can be cold and emotionally detached or extremely emotional. Okay, well, I'm extremely emotional. Okay. Um, rebel and unique. Yeah, that matches with four. Yep. Um, intelligent, spontaneous, and independent. Yep. All I feel of that like that with fits four. with you. Yep. Um, you can see right through people's fakeness. Uh-huh. Yep. Um, have an out-of-the-box thinking and eccentric perspective. I would agree with that. Uh-huh. Um, sometimes your mind is too advanced for some people to understand. <laughs> I would not say that. Um, Sorry, I'm just too advanced for you. My thinking is too advanced for you. Um, and masters at hiding your true feelings. No. No, uh-uh. I, I, yeah, yeah, I usually know exactly what you're thinking. Yeah, I showed all the um, Okay, let's look at Taurus. Um, I, well, I can pretty much just say, um, very stubborn, mm-hmm. um, very blunt, mm-hmm. um, very protective of people we care about. That has mm-hmm. bit me in the ASS before mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I care too much sometimes about people mm-hmm. in my life. Yeah. Um, and then when they have people that hurt them, then I get very upset. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see. Um, yeah, we can talk about that in another episode. Let's not get too focused on that. Yeah. Um, but okay, so Claire asked, uh, ooh, this is a this is an interesting question. <laughs> um, what is something you would change about the other person? When I saw that you put this on here, I was like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> but now that I think about it, I think for you, I would change how much you doubt yourself before you give yourself a chance. I think that with your business, especially like you, like we were talking about like anxiety from a launch, whatever, like, I think that you would never tell it to everybody, but like you text me and you're like, Oh, I'm so yeah. yeah, Like doubting yourself before you even give yourself a chance. Um, so that's what I would change. I, I would have you give yourself more of a chance and be more patient with yourself. I think. I appreciate that. I think um, that is actually, it's funny because that's a very Taurus thing is that on the outside, we like to seem very like confident and sure of ourselves. Mm -hmm. But then on the inside, it's kind of like, am I doing the right thing? Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's also within three, actually. I was going to say. Yeah, it's like the achiever. Like I, I totally put my weight into like what my achievements are. Mm -hmm. So if I'm Mm -hmm. not like if I'm not blowing my, my own, if I, if I set a certain bar for myself, if I'm not blowing that out of proportion, even if mm-hmm. I'm meeting it, I'm not doing enough. Yeah. So, so yeah. And I think with you, um, I, I had, um, I think that you, you're very, um, I, I sort of have the same feelings. Um, mm-hmm. I think that you, um, I'm going to use the hats as the example. I think yeah. that you've put too much um, fear into that. I totally get it, though. I totally, mm-hmm. totally get it. But I think also just, like, giving yourself a break as in um, time also. Yeah. Yeah. Like, not um, – like, allowing yourself uh, to go have – I know we don't like lunch, but, like, just go out to lunch or – go get, you know, sushi, like, Mm -hmm. you know, or Mm -hmm. go get a coffee or like Mm -hmm. whatever, just take a break. Um, and I think that you have made a a mental effort to spend time with your friends. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that you can get very focused into the business, which I'm totally the same way. I totally yeah. put so much time into um, the business and sometimes don't know how to stop. But yeah. I think I think we both have those issues. Yeah, I agree. Um, okay, so PRCreations.co asked favorite holiday movie character. This is a great question. I love this question. Um, I, okay, I have, uh, my, one of my favorite, um, holiday movies is actually, there's three of them, and I'll watch them not during Christmas, and it's this horrible, um, (laughs) Netflix special, like, Netflix movie that's, like, The Christmas Prince or something. I love The Christmas Prince. (laughs) I love that movie so much. Oh my gosh. Um, Yeah, and... Uh, the, the daughter or the sister, I think her name is Emily. <laughs> um, she's so annoying. <laughs> I oh love her so much and she's so sassy and her, but also probably, um, probably like, I do really like Rudolph and I like, I love him. yeah, yes. Yeah, I guess you guys already know I have Rudolph on one of my, King. one of my products. Yep. King. Um, yeah, I would say those two. What about you? Um, my favorites are Buddy the Elf from Elf. Great, just classic. Mm-hmm. It's in, my family and I that watch is, it every yes, year. Yes, that is definitely a classic. Uh, my family and I watch it every year, so it's just kind of like a nostalgic thing. And then Clarice, I think she's a queen. Um, mm-hmm. And she is pulling Rudolph, honestly. Like, she is a queen and I love her. So that would be my opinion on that. So that's great. Nice. Um and then the last question is from Ellie Lap Creative, and it is <laughs> goes along with the last question. How early is too early to start listening to Christmas music? And I think we can agree, uh, never, never. Whenever you feel like it, yeah. If it puts you in a good mood, listen to it. But if you're asking personally when we start listening, I start listening um, usually November first. But I don't, I, I don't want to burn myself out, so I'll kind of do it in like spurts. But like yeah. during like from mid-December on, like, it's all I listen to, really. Oh, yeah. I feel like, for me, pretty much, like, Thanksgiving on. I definitely will allow myself, if I'm feeling in the mood before, like, in November, I'll allow myself to, if that's what I want. But I won't, like, specifically go in and, like, find a Mm -hmm. playlist, and that's all I'm gonna listen to. But pretty much as soon as December hits, I mean, I will have my normal, like, playlist in in rotation. But, um, yeah, definitely December 1st is just the Christmas season. Yeah. And I think in the same way that, that I was like, I'm an Enneagram four, like we were talking about earlier, like music really gets me into a certain mm-hmm. mood. So since I've been having to like create Christmas stuff recently from like, oh yeah, for like business stuff, I've been listening to Christmas music to like get myself in the mood. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and that's just the way that my brain functions. Like yeah. there's certain things that I can do to like cue myself into different moods. It's, I sound like a freak. Um, I think everybody's like that, but, um, yeah, so I've been listening to it a little bit earlier this year, but yeah. So I guess we'll do our goals. Yes. Um, so I guess I'll go ahead and start. My business goal this week is um, I should be getting my hats, Yay. Uh, my samples in. So I want to take pictures while I'm here in Birmingham um, because I want to be able to launch those as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. So I want to take some pictures. Hopefully the weather stays good. But yeah, so that's my business goal for this week. Um, I'm not sure if they're actually going to come in, but I also just want to keep up the steam. I'm just really enjoying it right now. I'm just really happy. Um, really, really having a good time. So that would be my awesome. business goal. Then my personal goal is <laughs> on here. I have not lose my 
bad word mind um, <laughs> with finals week. I just want to try and keep myself sort of chill if I can and uh, not give myself too hard of a time. It's been a tough semester and I've done the best yes, that I can. Do that. Um, and you know, like if I make a B in chemistry, is it the end of the world? No, like it'll be fine. And I'm going to totally. be fine. Yeah, and give a um, break. I'm just going to do the best that I can. I'm not going to slack, but like I'm a senior in college. I've worked so hard for the past four years. I don't need to, for some reason, flip out this week, you know, and it just, right. or this, this coming week, it just, I think it's with the change semester and everything pushed and like, it's not, doesn't feel like finals week, but it is. Um, but I just need to let myself, I'm just doing, remind myself that I'm doing the best I can. So yeah. Totally. Totally. What are your goals? Um, so similar to you, my business goals are to get things launched last night. Katie and I, um, talked about, I have really a lot of stuff coming, mm -hmm. um, before, and I decided that I want to, don't hold me to this guys, but I want to try and get everything launched before Black Friday. Mm -hmm. Um, so that means multiple launches a week until, um, Black Friday. Mm -hmm. So I need to make sure I have everything organized, um, for that. I need to order some things. Mm -hmm. Um, and then just my personal goal, I already kind of talked about it in the beginning, but just like staying consistent with waking up early, making sure I'm doing things that are productive, exercising mm -hmm. in the morning. I've mm -hmm. actually been the past like month and a half, maybe I've been eating really health, like really healthy. And it's oh, good. It's been, it's been really nice. I mean, I'm not like restricting myself or anything, but mm -hmm. um, I've been doing really well with that and like cooking and stuff. Um, mm -hmm. So I think it also just, I think, um, you know, I talked about last week about my mental health and how it, I was kind of struggling. And I do definitely think, I mean, it's not completely like the only reason, but I definitely do think, you know, waking up, exercising, having things to do in the day, um, or like making sure I'm doing the things that I need to be doing um, on time and not procrastinating um, definitely does, at least for me, help my mental health. Yeah. Um, especially as a three, you know. Yes. Um, yes. We love to achieve. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. Be sure to leave us a rating and review on wherever you listen to your podcasts and subscribe to keep up with our weekly episodes. And then follow us on our Instagram accounts, which are Check Your Aesthetic Podcast and our personal accounts, Katie Creative Co. and AlexisAdams.co. And we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.